Why don't you join with me and let's give Brother Rouse a good Bendale welcome to this pulpit here again tonight. God bless him. Appreciate you, Brother Rouse. Love you. I wonder would you give that hand clap to the Lord right now all across the house. Somebody ought to lift your voice like a trumpet. Come on, anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Hallelujah, hallelujah. No place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Come on, anybody got some worship? Anybody got some praise for the King? God, you've been good to me, Jesus. There's nobody like you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. How many is glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Amen. There's no place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. One thing I know about God, and that is that he is faithful. Amen. He never fails. Amen. He never gets weary. He never faints. Amen. But he gives power to those that are weary. He gives strength to those that are faint. Amen. And I believe that it's God's will in this house tonight for somebody to leave different than the way that you've come. Maybe you've come with your head kind of hung down a little bit. Maybe you've come with some burdens from your past trying to weigh you down. But I believe that in this place there is deliverance. In this place there is peace. In this place there is healing. Because there is nobody like Jesus. There's no healer like Jesus. There's no deliverer like Jesus. There's no father like Jesus. There's no mother like Jesus. What I'm trying to say is just reach out and grab a hold of him. He is the answer to everything that you have need of. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Give honor to my wife. Amen. I apologize for her not being here. Amen. But just so thankful for what God is doing. Amen. And just praying for her and for my children. Amen. That God would touch them. Amen. Give honor to Pastor Moore. Amen. Sister Moore, we love them. appreciate them. Amen. I, he is a man that I can call a friend. Amen. And Sister Moore, I'm, I'm still debating on whether or not I want to call her my friend or not. <laughs> I guess it's a package deal, Brother Moore. We'll just... <laughs> She probably thinks the same thing about me and my wife, so that's all right. No, we love brother and sister more and awesome people. How many is thankful for your pastor and pastor's wife? Amen. Hallelujah. If you have your Bible, 1 Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse number 7. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Amen. I give honor to my pastor, Brother Spears, Amen. for teaching and preaching the word of truth to me and my family. Amen. God has, sure has been faithful to us. God sure has been good to us. And you know, that no matter where we walk, no matter what we face, God is a God of peace, God of comfort. Amen. If you'll let him, he'll shelter you and he'll hold you in the palm of his hand. You know, me and my wife made the statement as we was walking through the valley with my father. Amen. As that sickness just kind of came on him from nowhere. Amen. And within 16 days of his diagnosis, supposed diagnosis, and he was he went on to meet his reward. And just through all of that, we recall just being there beside my father and just how we felt almost like we was in a bubble. And that God just had his hand on us and God had given us peace. And while others were melting down and breaking down, I already knew that everything's going to be all right. It may not necessarily go the way that I want it to go, but I already know God said everything's going to be all right. Amen. Amen. And God can do the same thing for you tonight. Amen. First Peter chapter 5, verse number 7. says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast. Somebody say resist. Resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, 
strengthen, settle you. Amen. Peter is warning us that we have an adversary. But then he tells us, resist steadfast. That word steadfast doesn't mean just every once in a while. Every other day. Every now and then. But that word steadfast means continually. Amen. I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down? Would you lift your hands together one more time all across this sanctuary? I wonder, would you begin to talk to the Lord? Would you ask the Lord to open up your heart, open up your mind? I wonder, would you ask the Lord to anoint your ears to hear his word tonight? Um, come on, is there anybody with a heart that says, Lord, I want to receive from you. God, I want to receive everything that you have for me, God. I don't want to hold anything back. Um, but God, I want to empty myself in your presence. Um, Lord God, I humbly come before you. I pray that you'd empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions. Um, God, I pray that you'd fill me with your holy anointing. God, I admit my dependence upon you, God. Uh, use me as an instrument, as a tool in the palm of your hand, God. Uh, it is your anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. It is your anointing that lifts the heavy burden off the shoulders of your people, God. Lord, I pray that you'd move and work in this house tonight. Bind up the brokenhearted and set every captive soul free, God. Open up the prison doors to them that are bound in their spirit and bound in their minds, God. Lord, I pray, God, that you'd make a way even where there seemed to be no way, God. Call somebody out of darkness into your marvelous light. And if any good thing would happen in this house tonight, Lord, let it be said it was because because of your anointing. I wonder, would you clap your hands one more time? Somebody ought to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Oh, yes. I wonder, would somebody call on the name of Jesus? Come on, you ought to lift up that name above every other name. Come on, there's the only power in the name of Jesus. You're not going to find it anywhere else, but it's all in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. Before you see to turn to somebody, tell them I'm pressing back. Amen. Turn to somebody else, tell them I'm pressing back. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. If you're wondering what I'm going to preach tonight, I'm preaching, I'm pressing back. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to try not to push on any of y'all tonight, but I'm, I just want to let you know I'm pressing back. Praise God. Amen. It's important that we realize tonight that we are in a fight. Uh, we're not just on a simple stroll or a simple walk uh, through the park of life, but we are in a struggle. We are in a battle, not just sometimes, but every day of our lives. Uh, uh, Peter is doing his best to make us aware that we have an enemy, uh, that we have an adversary. Uh, but not only do we have an enemy, but our adversary is on the move. Uh, he's not just sitting back in a corner somewhere watching your life uh, and hoping that maybe something will go wrong in your life. Uh, he's not just sitting there twiddling his thumb thinking, well, maybe uh, uh, they can have some heartache to face today or maybe uh, something bad will happen in their lives. But I've come to tell you the adversary uh, is actively working to drag you down, actively working uh, to press against you every day of your life. Uh, he does not want you to be successful. Uh, he does not want you to be an overcomer, uh, but he wants to drag you down over and over and over again. Uh, he doesn't want you to take a step forward. Uh, he doesn't want you to come up out from where you are but his desire uh, is to consume and to devour you uh, his desire is to drag you down uh, and if we're not careful we'll get distracted by the things of this world uh, and the adversary will come in and take everything that God desires uh, to do and work in our lives uh, if we're not careful the adversary uh, just by the everyday pressing uh, and by the everyday grind uh, will drag on us until he gets us to the place where we're so distracted he can consume and devour our lives. Hallelujah. Peter warns us, be sober. Be vigilant. What he's saying is have a clear mind and be watchful. Make sure that you pay attention to what's going on around you. And while you're paying attention to what's going on around you, uh, make sure that you resist the adversary. Uh, make sure that you resist the devil. Uh, that word resist means to stand against uh, or to oppose, to resist, to withstand. The word oppose means uh, to actively resist or refuse to comply with. Uh, I want to tell you here in the house of the Lord tonight that we have an adversary uh, that has plans for havoc uh, and chaos in your life. Uh, 
We have an adversary that's looking for opportunities to slip into your life and to drag you down low. Oh, but I want to tell you here in the house of the Lord tonight, I refuse to comply with the devil's plans for my life. I refuse to comply with what the enemy says about me. I don't have to be drugged down. I don't have to be defeated. But God has given me the ability to be an overcomer. I come to wake somebody up tonight and tell you it's time to press back. It's time to shake yourself and realize God has given me the ability to be an overcomer. I don't have to lay down and be a doormat, but God has given me power. God has given me strength, and I'm pressing back. Hallelujah. Oh, a lot of times we, when we think, well, I've arrived now. I've made it. I can sit back in my easy chair and I can relax. Oh, God, help us to shake ourselves. Hey, we're too far into this thing to just sit back and fold our arms now. We've come too far to just relax. God's looking for men and women that's going to stand up. God's looking for men and women that are going to resist steadfast. Not just on Sunday morning. Not just on Sunday night. Not just on a midweek service. But every day, God's looking for a daddy that's going to stand Stand up and say, not today, devil. You can't have my home. You can't have my marriage. God's looking for people that will stand up every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I know there's times that there's shakiness in our lives. I know there's times where it looks like it could go either way. But I've made up my mind, I'm just going to hold on and let God settle me. I'm going to hold on and let the grace of God be all that I need. I don't have to run to the world, but I'm running to Jesus. I don't have to run to the things of this life, but I'm going to run into the throne room and let God know I'm standing up again today. I'm not playing church. I'm not playing around with my salvation, but I made up my mind. Whatever I got to do, I'm fighting back against the devil. I'm fighting back against his lies, and I will be victorious amen Ephesians chapter 4 verse 24 amen you can be seated it says that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness wherefore putting away lying speak every man truth with his neighbor for we are members one of another be ye angry and sin not let not the sun go down upon your wrath neither give place to the devil That word place means a spot or a space. Don't allow the devil even a little place in your life. Paul is trying to stir up the church and tell them there's many ways that the enemy can have a foothold in your life. Don't give him a little bit. Don't even give him an inch because the devil's not satisfied with just a little. Oh, he might be satisfied at first, but his goal is to take more and more and more. As long as he can find a spot. As long as he can find a space in your life he's going to keep pressing and keep pushing on you until he's got everything that he desires. Until he's got all your joy. Until he's got all your peace. Until he's got all your praise. And there's nothing else left. I've come to shake somebody tonight. Hey it's God's will for you to move forward. It's God's will for you to press back against what the devil's trying to do in your life. Can I tell you that all the devil needs is a small opening to cause a lot of trouble in our lives. Oh, that's why Paul said make sure you put on the new man. Make sure that old man's crucified. Make sure that old man's dead. Make sure all those things that used to have you bound, make sure they're still under the blood. Make sure, hey, that you've made up your mind. I'm not who I used to be because God has delivered me. I don't go where I used to go because God has delivered me. Off with the old man and on with the new man. My mind is made up. I've laid still long enough. I'm fighting back. I'm pressing back against the adversary. I'm pressing back against the lies of hell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
You know, I'm sure you've heard people talk before. Amen. When they they got a place, a certain job that they've been wanting for a while. And man, they apply for that job. And they might not get the exact pay that they were shooting for. They may not get the exact schedule that they were hoping for. But you'll probably hear them say something like this. At least I got my foot in the door. Now I've got opportunity. I'm not making exactly what I wanted to make. But at least I have an opportunity now. At least I got my foot in the door. And if I work hard, I can achieve and obtain what my desires are and what my goals are. And can I tell you, that's the same way the devil feels about your life. That's the same way the devil feels about your children. That's the same way the devil feels about your marriage. Can I tell you, he he doesn't have to have it all overnight. But if he can just get a little spot in your life, if he can just sit over in the corner somewhere, it won't be long until he's moving up. It won't be long until he's controlling your mind and controlling your actions and controlling your thoughts. I come to preach to somebody tonight. It's time for you to kick the devil out on the street and tell him there's no room for your lies. There's no room for your division. There's no room for your false doctrine. There's no room for you here. My mind's made up. I'm pressing back. Hallelujah. Oh, Satan will use a lie if that's what it takes to get into your life. Satan will use jealousy if that's what it takes to get a spot in your life. He'll use envy if that's what it takes. He'll use your anger if that's what it takes. Oh, it doesn't really matter how he gets in just as long as he gets in. Oh, he can use gossip as a way to slip into your life and to cause havoc in your home and chaos in your mind. But I've come to let somebody know tonight you don't just have to lay down. You don't have to play dead with the devil, but you can stand up and say today I'm making up my mind I'm pushing back I'm fighting back I'm not just going to lay here but I'm fighting for my home I'm fighting for deliverance I'm fighting for the will of God in my life hallelujah hallelujah it's time to put on the new man Time to make sure that those old things are crucified. Make sure those old things are dead and buried and done away with. James 4 and 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Oh, resist or stand against the devil. But while you're standing against the devil, the only way it's going to be effective is if you're submitted to God, if you've surrendered yourself to God. Oh, I might be kneeling before God, but I'm standing against the devil. I might be kneeling in the presence of God Almighty, but there's something on the inside of me that says, Devil, I refuse to comply with your plans for my life. I refuse to go down the roads that you've laid out for me. I'm submitting myself to God. And when I submit myself to God, I have power that's beyond me. I have strength that's beyond me. I have a help that goes beyond me. And when I find myself in trouble, I can call on the name of the Lord. And he'll come through and see about me. He'll reach down to where I am. And he will deliver. Hallelujah. Paul wrote these words. I'm sorry, rather, James wrote these words only after he addressed them about the wars and the fightings that were going on among them. Only after he addressed their weak and fruitless prayers that there was no power in their prayer because they were asking for the wrong reasons. And only after this did James say it's time that you submit yourself to God. It's time that you make up your mind. I am pushing back against the devil. 
Because as long as you allow the devil to press in on you and you don't do anything back and you just say, you know what? I'm tired of the struggle. I'm tired of the fight. He's going to have his way in your life. He's going to have his way in your home and in your family. Oh, but it's time for somebody to realize I've got to submit to God and then I have power to push back against what the devil's trying to do in my life. And while I'm pushing back against him, I'm going to be drawing closer to God than I've ever been before. I want to let somebody know it's time to push back against the world and reach out for God. It's time to push back against sin and reach out for God. With all your heart, I'm pushing against the world, but I'm making my way to God. That phrase, draw nigh, means to approach. God, help us to approach you. Help us to make our way toward you. Oh, I might not have it all put together. But if I make a mistake and I fall, just make sure I fall forward. And when I get up, I'm still going to be looking toward God. And my eyes are still going to be fixed on Him. I might not be perfect, but I'm fighting against the world. I'm fighting against what hell says I got to be. I'm fighting against the lies of Satan. And I'm pressing forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I want to tell somebody tonight. I know you've been in the fight. I know you've been in the struggle. I know you may have fallen down and scraped your knees a few times, but don't give up. Keep making your way toward God. Oh, it doesn't make you any less than, but just keep getting up and keep going forward. Keep letting the devil know, hey, you thought you had me again, but I'm still making my way toward God. I might still have some things in my life that I'm fighting against, but I'm still making my way toward God. My heart is fixed and my mind's made up. Hey, that's too far in the game now to be half hearted. I'm going all in. My mind is made up. Oh, James said, You got to cleanse your heart. Oh, you got to purify. You got to make sure. Oh, I don't want to be double-minded. Oh, there's some days, some of us, we get up and we can take on everything in our way. And there's other days that we feel defeated all day long. And we feel like, what's the point and what's the use? Can I tell you what it's time to do? It's time to make up your mind. I'm not going to be wishy-washy. My heart is fixed. My mind's made up. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'm not going to sit back and let the devil press in against me all day. I'm going to fight back. I'm going to take back everything that God said was mine. Hallelujah. Somebody that's double minded. You don't ever know what they're going to do. <laughs> they might show up one service, and you might not see them again for a while. Oh, but somebody that's got their mind made up, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. You can see them in the grocery store, and they're going to have a song of praise on their lips. <laughs> you ain't going to have to wonder what they're going to look like, but their mind's made up. Whether it's a service day or whether it's just a day of the week, hey, I'm going to be the same. My mind's made up. I'm in love with Jesus and he loves me. <laughs> Somebody that's double minded. They might praise the Lord in one breath and call somebody up and tell them off with the next breath. Hallelujah. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike, call somebody and encourage them. And get off the phone with them and call somebody else and make them feel pretty low. But can I tell you what God's looking for? God's looking for somebody with a made up mind that says my heart is fixed and whatever I got to do, I'm going to be pleasing to God. Whatever I got to do, I'm going to make sure my wife is saved. Whatever I got to do, I'm going to make sure my spouse knows, hey, in this house there is peace. In this house there is liberty and there is joy because the presence of God is welcome here. Too late 
late in the game to be double-minded. Hey, if you've ever made up your mind, you need to make up your mind now. If you've ever had your heart set on something, it's time to get your heart set on something. Amen. It's time to realize, hey, there's only two options. You're either saved or you're lost. Hey, it's either heaven or either it's hell. And as for me and my house, hey, I want to see my babies dancing down the streets of gold. I want to see my wife with victory in her heart. In the name of Jesus, we're going to be saved. In the name of Jesus, we're going to have breakthrough. We're pressing back. Oh, Peter, in our opening passage, Peter said, The Lord, in time, after you've suffered for a little while, he will establish you. Amen. And what that word means is to set fast. That is, to turn resolutely in a certain direction. To confirm or to fix. And a lot of times when, the, when our life is crazy, we look everywhere else for direction. We look everywhere else for what do we need to do. Can I tell you, it's time to let God establish you. It's time for you to let God confirm your direction. If you'll talk to him, he'll tell you which way you need to go. It doesn't matter if the wind's blowing. It doesn't matter if the rain's falling. He will confirm your direction. He'll put it down in concrete. Hey, I can preach to somebody in this house. You've been laying back long enough. You've been relaxing long enough. It's time to get your head headed in the right direction. It's time to get your heart fixed and let God move in your life. Oh, it's time to let God confirm your direction. Hallelujah. It's time to let God give you that peace that you need. It's time to let God put his anointing on your head all the way down to the, to the ends of your toes and let the power of God flow in your life. I mean, it's time for some mamas and daddies to take back dominion of your home. It's time for you to let the adversary know, hey, I'm pressing back. I'm standing in the gap. I don't have to take every lie, but I'm defending my home. Amen. You can be seated. Philippians 3.13, Paul said, Brother, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those, unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ, high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul said, I know I haven't made it yet. I haven't done quite everything that I know, but this one thing I do know, I'm forgetting those things which are behind, and I'm pressing toward the mark. Can I tell somebody here in the house of the Lord tonight, it's time for you to let go of your past. It's time for you to let go of your yesterday. Yeah, we learn from our mistakes. Yeah, we grow from our mistakes. Oh, but you're too busy holding on to your mistakes and holding on to your yesterday and you're trying your best. Oh, but it's time for you to let go of yesterday and reach toward the things of God with all your heart. It's time for you to realize, hey, I don't have time to be reaching back and dragging up my yesterday. Day. Hey, I'm headed forward. Now's not a time to back up, but now's a time to go on. Now's a time to head forward. I don't care what mistakes you've made. I don't care how far you fell. It's time for you to let the adversary know I'm fighting back. I'm pressing back. I want everything God had for me. I'm reaching forward with both hands. I'm reaching forward with everything that's within me. I'm letting go of my yesterday. I'm letting go of my past. And I'm pressing forward. You see, the adversary would love for you to go back. He'd love to keep taking you back over 
and over and over and over again. Oh, but it's time to go forward. I said it's time to move on. It's time to bury the old man and say, hey, today is a new day. I got the joy of the Lord on the inside and it's keeping me alive. I got the hand of God upon my life and it's directing me. It's leading me. It's guiding me. I'm not the same man that I used to be, but I've got power in the Holy Ghost. I got power to make the right decisions. I got power to walk right, to talk right, to live right. I got my mind made up. I'm going forward. You know, Matthew 11 and 12, you know, I, I used to kind of view this scripture a little bit differently than I do now. And 11 and 12 says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. You know, I just kind of thought, man, the church is under attack. People don't like the church. <laughs> Hell don't like the church. Attacking the church. Man, if you're going to be a part of it, you just got to get violent too. But what this means, that phrase, suffereth violence, what that means is that the kingdom of heaven is pressing forward. That means that the kingdom of God is moving ahead. And there's not a devil in hell that can stop the kingdom of God from moving forward. Hallelujah. There's not anything. There's not a lie. There's not a rumor. Oh, there's not anything that can stop the kingdom of God from moving forward. Isaiah 9 and 7 lets us know that of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. I've come to tell you the kingdom of heaven is going to grow and it's going to grow and it's going to grow until God comes. I've come to tell you hell can't stop what God's doing. Nothing can stop what God's doing. And if you're going to be a part of it, you're going to have to do it on purpose. You're going to have to reach out and grab a hold of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey Amen. I hate to burst your bubble, but you're not going to be part of the kingdom of God on accident. Hallelujah. You're not going to be walking down the road of life, Brother Ford, one day. And next thing you know, you're spinning in circles and you're laying flat on your face. And then somebody's kneeling over you and they're saying, hey. You're like, where am I at? Well, you was walking. And the kingdom of God came by and just ran you over. Welcome to the kingdom of God. No, that ain't the way it works. But if you're going to be part of the kingdom of God, you're going to have to make up your mind. You're going to have to say, Lord, here I am. And as the presence of God is moving back, as the presence of God is moving in your life, you're going to have to reach out and grab a hold of it. Can't nobody come to God unless he's first drawn by the Spirit. Hey, don't wait until you don't feel it no more. But while you feel it, you might as well grab a hold of it and say, God, you're not passing me by. I want on. I want to be a part of what you're doing. You know, being saved is an intentional act. It's something that you sit down, pastor, and you count the cost. And you decide either I want to do it or I don't want to do it. Hallelujah. And being lost, I don't know if you realize this or not, it's an intentional act too. If you're, if you're lost, it's going to be because you're lost on purpose. Oh, but God, I want to make up my mind. As for me and my house, God, sign me up. Write my name on the roll. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Take me down in a watery grave. In the name of Jesus, I'll die so that I can live. I'll crucify my flesh so that I can be alive. Hallelujah. If you're going to be a part of it, you're going to have to get violent with the devil. You're going to have to get violent with his plans for your life. You're going to have to wreck the devil's plans for your future and tell him this is where it stops. This is where it ends. I know you had a plan for my life, but there's one greater than you, and he's got a plan for my life. He's got a purpose for me. He don't want to tear me down, but he wants to build me up. Amen. Amen. First Timothy 6 and 12, you can be seated. Paul told Timothy, 
fight the good fight of faith. Amen. We're in a fight, but can I tell you it's a good fight? I said it's a good fight. Woo. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. What that means is seize it. Grab a hold of it with force. Whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Paul said, Timothy, we're in a fight. And if you're going to be saved, you're going to have to make up your mind to lay hold on eternal life. I wonder, is there anybody here tonight that says, you know what? I'm in a fight and it might as well be a good fight. I'm in a struggle and it might as well be a good struggle. I might as well make sure that I'm on the winning side. Hey, whose side are you on tonight? Hey, if you're not on God's side it's a bad fight but when you're fighting on the side of the Lord it's a mighty good fight why because you've got power you've got power I said you've got power and dominion over the adversary in the name of Jesus lay hold seize it don't let it slip you by don't let it pass by but lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on the gift of God. Oh, when would you slip your hands up toward heaven all across this sanctuary? You got to make up your mind to reach out. Can I tell you, the kingdom of God is moving. The kingdom of God is active. The kingdom of God is alive. And if you're going to be a part of it, you got to reach out for it. You got to reach out. Hallelujah. Woo. Can I tell you, Satan would love to try to paralyze you. Satan would love to try to cripple you. He would love to try to cause you to just sit back and say, you know what? It's not worth the fight. It's not worth the struggle. And Satan gets his little foot in the door. And then before long, you realize he's got a whole lot more than just his foot in the door now. But now he's sitting in your recliner. And he's telling you what you ought to do and telling you how you ought to think. And the, the peace that you once knew in your home, you don't, you don't feel it. You don't see it around like you used to. Oh, why? Because Satan has, has set up his throne in your life. Satan has said, hey, he doesn't have to come in on a throne, but as long as he can work his way to that throne. Can I tell you what it's time for somebody to do? It's time to dethrone Satan and to put God back where he belongs in your life. It's time for you to kick Satan off the throne and put him outside and say, hey, I don't know what you were thinking, but there's no longer any room for you here. I'm a blood washed. I'm a blood bought child of the king and I'm taking back my peace. I'm taking back everything that God said was mine. You know, it's, it's not just the every now and then struggle that wears us out, but it's the everyday pressing, the everyday pushing of the enemy that finally wears a man or a woman down, that finally gets you to that place where you say, I might as well just sit back. I might as well just take it easy. Oh, but God help us to have a made-up mind. Judges, they can go ahead and make their way to the music. Judges 16 and 16 says, And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death. This is Samson and Delilah. His soul was vexed unto death that he told her all his heart. It wasn't the first day that she pressed against him. It wasn't the second day that she pressed against him that he gave in. But it was the every day to where he finally got to the place where he, he wasn't dead, but he felt like I might as well be dead. There was still breath in his lungs. But yet he was defeated in his mind. And he said, I can't take another day of this. I can't do this anymore. And so he tells her all his secrets. And that's when he's defeated. And that's when he's overcome. Oh, I come to tell somebody in the house of the Lord tonight, you've come too far to just lay down now. 
You've come too far to just give up now. You've been through too many valleys. You've climbed too many mountains. You've crossed too many hot deserts to give up now. Hey, I know it's been rough. I know it's been hard. Oh, I know that you've you've stood strong many days, but now you're feeling weary. I tell you, it's time for you to shake yourself. It's time for you to realize, hey, my mind's still made up. It's time for me to press back. It's time for me to fight back. Hallelujah. Woo. Can I tell somebody now's not the time to give up and play dead? Hallelujah. I said now's not the time to give up and roll over and let Satan walk all over your life, walk all over your future, walk all over your marriage. God help me, Jesus. I come to tell you in the house of the Lord tonight if you've ever lived it's time to breathe in the breath of the Holy Ghost and let God move in your life hallelujah I don't know I'm sure y'all got them around here those cute little animals like to dig in the garbage I think they call them possums amen uh, a possum you know and I, I just thought it was something a possum did. You know, we call it playing dead. You'll see a possum laid out. And, and then it isn't too long they up running around again. But they look dead just a moment before. And uh, I just thought, man, that's just something they did. I just thought that's something they could just turn on and off whenever they wanted to. But as I begin to study about the old possum, I begin to realize that what actually causes this is when that possum feels stress and when that possum feels overwhelmed by a predator or by whatever it may be, that possum does not voluntarily do that, but it's an involuntary response to stress. What actually happens is that possum goes into shock and his body freezes up on him and he falls over. His tongue will hang out of his mouth. His eyes will glaze over. The little little balls of his feet will curl up like that. And if you just walked up and saw that possum laying there, you would say, that possum's dead. That possum could stay there for 30 minutes, or he might stay there for four hours. It just depends. But that possum isn't really dead. It's just playing dead. And if that predator only realized what was happening, he could just come in and do whatever he wanted to do to that little possum. Because that possum's playing dead. I'm going to tell somebody here in the house of the Lord tonight. God has given you life. And now's not the time for you to play dead. Now's not the time for you to sit back and relax. But now's the time for you to be alive like you've never been alive before. <laughs> I, was, I was standing in line at Silver Dollar City. My little girl, McKenna, she's a lot like me. She was in front of me in line, and she was making me nervous. Brother Brennan, she was moving back and forth. I had my hand on her shoulder. Man, she just moving, moving, moving. And I told her, I said, McKenna, be still. She didn't say nothing, but she didn't stop moving neither. She kept right on moving. About five times, I'm finally saying, McKenna, be still. You're making me nervous. And finally, she turned around and looked up at me like this. You know, the Bible teaches us not to provoke our children to anger. Amen. I think I'd about pushed her a little too much. And she turned around and she looked up at me. And she said, Daddy, my science book told me that anything that's alive moves. And I've come to tell somebody in the house of the Lord tonight, If you're alive, you're expected to move. If there's breath in your lungs, you might as well let the devil know I'm still alive. I still got victory. I've been delivered. I've come too far to give up now. Let everything, let everything that has breath, praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, somebody ought to shout unto God uh, with a voice of triumph. Come on, you've come too far uh, to play possum. Uh, You've come too far uh, to give up now. Uh, You've got the Holy Ghost.
Ghost living on the inside. And he breathed on you and you're alive. I want to know, is there anybody with a made-up mind tonight? I said, I want to know, is there anybody with a made-up mind tonight? Says, I know the devil's pushing against me every day. The devil's attacking my mind every day. But I ain't got time to just sit back and dwell on what Satan's doing. I come to tell you, and I got to admit it, Satan's on the move. But I want to tell you, there's one greater than Satan, and his name is Jesus. And he's on the move. If Satan's on the move and if God's on the move, I might as well be on the move too. I might as well press forward and say, devil, you can't have my peace. You can't have my strength. You can't have what God has given to me. I tell you what somebody needs to do in this house tonight. Somebody needs to feel that breath again. Somebody needs to feel that life-giving strength again. Woo! Somebody needs to reach way back all oh, into your spirit, into your mind and say, hey, there's a gift on the inside of me and I'm not going to be paralyzed by fear, but I'm going to stir up that gift. I'm going to stir up the gift of God in my life. I come to preach to a brother tonight. Hey, God's been good to you. God has shown you mercy. God has shown you grace. Hey, you might as well hit it with everything you got. I'm going to preach to a sister tonight. God's been good to you. You might as well give it all. Give it your all and make up your mind. I'm pressing back. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, Paul, Paul told us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. I can tell you, you'll never win a spiritual battle in your flesh. You'll never overcome sin in your flesh, but you're going to have to get in the spirit. There's some things that are haunting you that you'll never overcome until you get in the spirit. God help me, Jesus. There's some things that are trying to track you down uh, that you'll never have full deliverance over uh, until you learn how to get in the spirit uh, and make up your mind. Hey, uh, the weapons of my warfare are not my own words. Uh, they're not my weapons, uh, but the weapons of my warfare are mighty through God. Uh, and when you've got God on your side, uh, you can be victorious. Uh, when you've got God on your side, uh, hey, you can press back uh, against the enemy in your life uh, and you can let hell know uh, I'm not coming there. I'm not living that way. But I'm walking on the path of righteousness. Hallelujah. Woo. Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Oh, I come to wake somebody up tonight. I come to stir somebody in the spirit tonight. Woo, I come to tell somebody it's time to stop playing dead. I said, it's time for you to stop playing dead. Acts 1 and 8 says, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Hey, you've got power to put the adversary under your feet. You've got power to put the devil back in his place. You've got power to overcome every lie. You've got power... I come to tell somebody you've got enough power to overcome your past. You've got, you've got enough power to press forward in the mighty name of Jesus. I wonder would you throw your hands up in the air right now? I wonder would somebody throw your head back and shout, lift your voice up like a trumpet all across this sanctuary. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, would you lift your voice? Come on, would you lift your voice? Come on, it's time for somebody to fight back. It's time for somebody to push back. It's time for somebody to make up their mind. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Devil, you can't have my children. You can't have my spouse. You can't have my home. But it all belongs to God. In the name of Jesus. 
Come on, somebody ought to press in the spirit. I said somebody ought to push in the spirit right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift your hands right there, brother, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God said he has placed his hand upon your life. It is his anointing that has destroyed every yoke of bondage. God said, I have called you for such a time as this. My anointing has not only delivered you, but it's going to deliver those that you are a witness to. It's going to tear down walls that hell said would never be brought down. In the name of Jesus, God said you're a tool, an instrument that he's going to use for his glory. Come on, you want to shout unto God. You want to lift your voice across this house. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody ought to get loose in your spirit. Somebody ought to step out of doubt and fear and step into the realm where anything is possible. You ought to step out of your bondage. You ought to step out and let God break every chain. God said he has seen your faithfulness. He has seen your steadfastness. God said he's opening doors that you thought were possible only years ago. But God said he's reaching way back. And he's going to do those things that he's already promised you. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That doubt, that uncertainty that's tried to creep in. You've stood against it in the name of Jesus. And God said you have been faithful over a little. And God said he's about to pour a blessing on you. God said he's opening up the windows. And there's going to be such an abundance, such an overflow, that it's going to bless everyone that's around you. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Be strengthened in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now in Jesus' name. Come on, would you lift your voice all across this house? Come on, in the name of Jesus. I wonder what would happen right now if somebody would forget about their neighbor. Somebody would forget about who's standing beside them. Won't you just go ahead and praise the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I wonder what would happen if somebody just stepped out and said, tonight's my night. Today's my day. I want everything God's got for me. I want everything God's got for me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, somebody ought to bring your praise. Somebody ought to bring your worship. Come on, you ought to press through. You ought to press through. Come on, you don't have to be afraid anymore. I said, you don't have to be afraid anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on, you ought to press. I said, you ought to press in the spirit tonight. You ought to press beyond doubt. You ought to press beyond unbelief. You ought to press beyond every negative word that's been spoken over your life. You ought to press through. I said, you ought to press through. 
Hey, I'm pulling down strongholds tonight. I'm tearing down every high thing that tries to exalt itself. In the name of Jesus. Come on, would you lay your hand over on somebody close to you? Come on, would you pray with your neighbor right now? Hey, hey, resist that fast. Resist that fast. Come on, you can make it in the name of Jesus. You can overcome in the name of Jesus. I believe in you. I said, I believe in you. Come on, you've got enough power to walk in victory. You've got enough power to walk in deliverance in Jesus' name. Come on. I know I might not be exactly where I need to be, but I'm making my way to God. I'm making my way in His direction. I'm making my way toward Him.
but I'm not too weak, and I won't turn back, no. I won't turn back. The road is hot, but it's not too long. The enemy is new, but it's not too strong. I won't turn back, no. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you what. We heard the word of God in this place tonight. We've heard from heaven. We've heard some instructions. Amen. We're not going to give any room to the devil. We're not going to turn back. Amen. We're going to press on. Amen. We're going to start attaining those things. If he's took anything, we're going to get it. Amen. We're going to do like David. Amen. We're going to get out of them old burnover fields. Amen. And we're going to go and pertain and get what belongs to us. And you know what? Some of you need to get. Amen. One thing is a good set of joy. Hallelujah. Because joy, there is strength in that joy. I tell you, I wouldn't let the devil have my joy. And that joy the world gives out there is no good. You've heard the preacher tonight. My, 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 what a word we've heard in this house tonight on this Tuesday night. Anybody enjoyed the word of God and Brother Rouse and for the ministry of Brother Rouse tonight? My, my, my. Astounded job. Appreciate him tonight and his family and the call of God upon him. Amen. Appreciate you, each one of you. Amen. Our prayers, if you have a beautiful remainder of this week, and good Thanksgiving time and things of that nature and good family time. Amen. But I'll tell you what, just be sensitive to God. You just never know what God may want to do using us. Amen. This would be some great opportunities this week. Hallelujah. To be a servant of God and a vessel of God. To be a witness to somebody and help somebody. It may be a Walmart. This may be a difficult time for them. Lost some loved ones. And they're they just really struggling. Need somebody to just say a kind word to them. An encouraging word. Guess what? God can put that word in us. Amen. And put the seasons right and the timing right and do some great things for him. All right. We love you. Appreciate you. I'm not going to hold you. We love you, though, and appreciate you. Don't forget, no service tomorrow night. See you back here Sunday morning. All right. Don't forget, Brother McCool will be with us. All right. God bless you. Love you. Appreciate you.